You know, digital is a topic, of course, everyone is discussing these days, especially within community banking. We've seen digital transformation become one of the top priorities and something that came out of the survey as being something that keeps our CEOs up at night. There has been incredible change in mass culture around investing. Accessibility has never been higher. What's top of mind for every client is the incredibly challenging times that we're going through right now. Work is on trial. Every business has had to adapt the way that they work and how they work over the last two years. We know employee experience is something we need to focus on, but where do we even begin? Banking is a risk business, but in today's environment, we are being faced with uncertain times. Financial institutions have always had partners who could help evaluate, address, and mitigate risk. But today, they need to lean on those partners more than ever. Welcome to Bank on Whitfleet. Each episode will feature discussions around industry issues, hot topics, and current trends, giving you an insider's look at how top performers and professionals are staying ahead of the curve. All right, let's get into today's conversation. Welcome, everybody. Today's guests are Dave Serwinski, president of WRG, Joseph Palaseri, CIO for Westcom Credit Union, and Matt Sable, PhD, director, head of analytics delivery at Whitley. We know from our listeners that data, data usage, and leveraging data continues to be a key discussion point among leadership and certainly a focus of investment exactly which path to take can often be a source of debate. So we've invited these three guests today here to talk more about their experience. So let's jump in, Uh, Dave, and then Joseph, and then Matt. Why don't you give our listeners some background about yourselves? Sure. Thanks for having us today, Robert. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm Dave Serwinski, and I'm the president of Westcom Resources Group, which is a CUSO headquartered in Southern California that provides managed services outsourcing to credit unions across the country. We serve about 95 FIs in total, almost all of which are credit unions. I've been with the organization for 17 years and um, very uh, very pleased to to join uh, your team and to talk about this topic. Thank you. Joseph. Thank you, Robert. My name is Joseph Pelisseri. I serve as the Chief Information Officer for Vascom Credit Union. And I've been with Vascom for more than three and a half years now. For those who may not know Vascom, we are about 6.1 billion in assets. We have over 220,000 members. 25 branches in Southern California, and we were established in 1934. So some exciting data and analytics journey is going on at Buscom, and happy to be here and share with this group. Wonderful. Thank you, Joseph. Matt, you're here to bring us together because I know you work in all sorts of financial institutions, both credit unions and banks, and we think there's something to learn from everyone. Matt, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Uh, Hello, everyone. Matt Sabo. I am the head of technical delivery for the analytics team at Whipley. I've been doing data management and business intelligence consulting for over 25 years. Primarily today, I help organizations assess and improve their data management strategies so they can make better decisions and improve experiences for both their internal and external users of data. 
and uh, I am aligned with the financial services industry. So I primarily talk to banks, credit unions, and other financial service institutions. Well, again, thank you all three. Let's jump in. The first question I have is really how can a financial institution begin to effectively leverage its data? Uh, Dave, maybe you can start off the conversation. Sure. Well, um happy to uh, talk about it. At, at, uh, I think the, the initial um, uh, consideration for all FIs in this space is to try to get out of uh, managing the day-to-day and uh, that's where our QSO comes into play. And we'll talk about that perhaps a little bit later on in our conversation today. But what we've done at Westcom, uh, WRG is a wholly owned QSO of uh, Westcom Credit Union. And um, our focus is to simplify data management. And what we feel the best thing that we can do uh, in that journey for all of our clients is to take some of the repetitive routine processes off their plate, which is what we've done successfully with the QSO. With Westcom, we practice that uh, same philosophy, um, and um, I think Joseph could uh, really expound upon in detail what what Westcom has done and the journey that we've we've undertaken over these past few years. So I'll defer to Joseph to let him sort of speak to some of that. Great. Let's uh, let's you, hear Dave. more. Thank you, Dave. Um, I strongly believe that data is only good as the insights it provides. Uh, now that we're living in the era of AI and ML, I think the most effective way for financial institution to leverage its data is to make real-time analytics available for their customers, or in our case, members, as well as team members, so that they could have meaningful and contextual conversations with our members and provide data that is more meaningful and timely. So as a use case, if a member is saving for a college loan fund uh, to support their kids, or if they have a kitchen remodeling project, and those kind of life priorities and events, if it's captured by uh, the financial institution, the, the data and the systems that provide that data Need to be need to come into play when the members need it when they walk into a branch when they call into a contact center, so that timely actions can be taken by both the members and the team members in terms of the savings, in terms of the right products and services that DFI can offer. So it's essentially leveraging data-driven decisions and enabling data execution to further and improve the life, financial lives of our members. And Joseph, if I remember right, in, in us preparing for this podcast, you came from a large banking organization. So you really are trying to take everything you learned in that big environment and harness it for where you are right now, correct? That's correct. As they say, I came from from one side of the industry, which is the banking industry. I was with Bank of America for close to 15 years. And and what happens in an organization like a a big bank, or in in our case, a big credit union like Vascom, over the years, we have different data verticals uh, and data repositories. So uh, essentially over time, financial institutions tend to be more 
product centric. And the journey here at Vascom has been to move and transform our product centric technology into more a member focused delivery and leveraging some of the data strategies like MDM, which is a master data management, MRM, which is the enterprise CRM version that we're implementing. And then of course, in order to deliver timely insights, we also have a journey with our enterprise data warehouse using Snowflake and Amazon Web Services. So it's, it's about going to your system of records, leveraging that data, bringing it together, deriving insights, and then delivering those insights, which I think is very, very critical in a timely manner to our members and team members. So that's the journey we've embarked on and we've been very successful. And I'm sure we're gonna talk about that in some of the discussions here today. That's great. Matt, I know you work with financial institutions of all sizes. What can you have some of our listeners consider from what you've heard just now? Well, it's, it's encouraging to hear both David and Joseph um, say what they said, because it's very consistent with what we hear across the industry. And all three of us have been doing this a long time. When I first started, everyone's first goal was help me make better decisions. I know I have the data. It's siloed. It's disorganized. If I could just see it all in one place in a, in a consistent manner, I know we could make better decisions. And they were right. That's that's a use case that's been proven over and over again. Um, I think what we're hearing more and more in the industry today is we need to use data to provide a better customer experience. We need to be able to help our associates and not just our associates, but your technology associates, right? Help customers and clients make the next best decision for themselves, understand what services are out there and what they can uh, what they can avail themselves of in financial institutions, as well as learn about your clients so that you can make offers to them and help them help to keep them loyal to your institution because you know them, you know their habits, you know how long you've been with them, and you know how valuable they are to you as an organization. So you want to be able to interact with them proactively by learning about them through data so that you can keep them around as a customer for as long as possible. Great insights, thank you. You know, Joseph or, or Dave, I don't know which one wants to start. What are some first steps that a financial institution can do to begin maybe the transformation or begin to better leverage its data. Sometimes we need to start at the starting point and people may not understand where that is if they're not quite in the same journey you are. It's an excellent question. Uh, I believe the first step is to evaluate the current st state uh, of data in, a, in an organization. Uh, and what I mean by that is asking simple questions across your departments on your system experts. And some of the questions we asked our team is, can, do, can we uniquely identify our member? Uh, do we have a personalized ID for each member? And depending on what core systems you use, uh, 
you may not have that readily available in your organization. So in order to solve for that question, we implemented a solution which I alluded to earlier was the master data management uh, or MDM solution. And we leveraged Informatica for that implementation, which essentially what it did is it went to all the product systems. And if you had uh, a particular customer or member's data uh, in, let's say the consumer lending origination system. And then we also had that member's information in the mortgage system and in the deposit operations. And if they engaged with the financial institution at different times in their life cycle, we, had, we have an address back from 2010, and then we have an address back from 2015. Now, how do we determine what the latest address is? How do we uniquely identify? So the MDM solution helped us create the golden copy of the record. So that's how we answered the first question. The second question that we asked was, okay, now that we can uniquely identify the member or the customer, how do we deliver a personalized experience? How do we make that information available to all the associates or team members in, the, in, in, in our credit union? So, and, and for that, we uh, stood up an enterprise CRM system where the golden copy, the 360B of the member was available to now all team members. And using that view and watching the timeline activities, every interaction has been recorded in the, in the enterprise CRM system, allows the team members to have a meaningful and timely conversation with the members. And then finally, once we had the first two questions answered, the thought was now how do we, like Matt alluded to, how do we learn from the data that we already have about our members, the behaviors that we are already aware of, uh, all of the historical uh, insights and data points that we have, how do we bring them to an enterprise data warehouse and start generating predictive and real-time analytics to deliver? So if we ask these basic questions and start solution, and, and the answer for a financial institution, depending on the size uh, and the nature of the organization, could be different. Um, if, if, if your organization or your technology ecosystem, depending on your tech stack, tech stack is dependent on the core system, so there could be solutions that could be implemented that that is an enhancement to your core implementation. So I, I would say the first steps would be asking these basic questions across your teams, bringing options to the table, determining technology stacks that could solve for those uh, solutions. And then once you embark on the first few steps, then the next steps becomes apparent. And then you just go along the way solving one problem at a time. Yes, and if I could uh, add to um, everything that Joseph said, um, which I uh, agree with wholeheartedly, is uh, let that process be driven largely outside of IT. And I say this as a, uh, I, I guess as an insider to the IT area, uh, most of my career as, as is the case with Joseph, but I think he and I would both attest that uh, what's made it successful for us at Westcom is that we, we didn't start with the technology. We started with 
the questions as Joseph alluded to, but really let that process of exploration and uh, asking the questions be driven by the business units. Um, you know, the technology in some respects, I think is, is the easiest um, uh, part of the equation to solve for. Um, the hardest part is identifying what the, uh, the business problems are that you're trying to solve. And uh, I think there's, there's times in the past where organizations, um, whether it be within financial or elsewhere, start with thinking that by investing in a platform, that that uh, gets them along the way to um, solving their, their, um, their data journey. But in reality, um, they can make a, a large investment in a, in a platform, but still be no further along in the business problems that they're trying to solve. And so uh, I think one thing that's worked really well for us at Westcom over these past few years is that uh, we have uh, um, um, an executive leader over business analytics that uh, exists outside of the IT department who is uh, really um, business aligned and working with the different departments throughout the organization and challenging and, and really partnering with them on uh, exploring what those questions are. And then when they identify the business need, um, is there a technology need? Absolutely. But we didn't start with the tech team. We, we, we let the tech team sort of follow what the business unit drives. I think, I think it's such good information. And, and Matt, I'm going to have you jump in here because I know uh, several teams within Whipley try and uh, work with the client on data. Uh, part of it, the deep analytics team and data team that you have, and part of the team that I work with, which is organizational performance. So, uh, Dave and, and Joseph, you're talking our language here, but Matt, love to hear your point of view. Uh, can't agree. Uh, more more wholeheartedly with what Dave said, let the business lead it. Um, I, I frequently tell people, if you want to have a good time at a bank, a good spend a good hour at a bank, get the chief financial officer, the controller, several financial analysts in a room together and ask them what principal balance means. When they see principal balance on a report, what does that mean to them? Is it all of the balances on the accounts. What about the letters of credits? Do you want to see the participations? Do you not want to see the participations? Do you want to see the participations netted out? What about the charge-offs? You can spend a good hour getting a group of people who think they know what a term means to actually just sit down and decide what a term means and what it should actually mean when it shows up on a report. And that's the kind of conversation that IT doesn't need to participate in, but they need to listen to it and be able to hear what the results of it are so that they know how to give the information back to you the way you want to see it. Fantastic. You know, Joseph and Dave, what are some examples or success stories that you could share in this, uh, what do you call it, data journey or data leveraging? Sure. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll share uh, from from one standpoint, um, a success story within our QSO uh, in working with the clients that we work with. Um, we have a large um, credit union client in Texas named uh, Austin Telco Federal Credit Union. And uh, Austin Telco has uh, really grown um, quite a bit in recent years, uh, going from about a 600 million asset credit union, I'd say, um, maybe about 10 years ago to uh, pushing upwards of two and a half billion a uh, lot of member growth throughout that and really one of the sort of go-to FIs within the Austin area. And um, they're accelerating all of their technology investments 
Um, so what we've been able to do from the WRG standpoint is to uh, help offload um, core data processing and some of the some of the um, network and connections and um, um, all the integration points that they have between their core to uh, a bunch of different um, systems. But it's not just that, uh, just in its uh, in and of itself. It's also the fact that they have um, a new digital banking platform that they're deploying early next year. They have a new statement and document imaging solution they're actually deploying uh, um, late this year. Uh, and I believe there's also a new um, loan origination system. Uh, they're doing all of these projects uh, um, in rapid fire succession only because they were able to offload some of the um, some of the, the the back end, as I alluded to at the start. And so I think um, from from uh, WRG standpoint, the focus is again really trying to enable the institutions to focus on on the strategic questions by allowing a business partner um, to 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 do some of the more repetitive tasks. That's that's one way to, uh, to look at it. But um, I think another way would be to talk about what Westcom is doing and. Uh, Joseph, maybe you have some things you can you can talk about in terms of what we've done within the uh, within the credit union here. Thanks, Dave. In today's IT leader needs, and I believe strongly believe that needs needs to think like a business leader. And I think both um, Matt and Dave alluded to this is the technology solution needs to solve real business problems. So some of the success stories at uh, Westcom uh, is similar to, to the example that Dave uh, just provided. When we started this journey three years ago, three and a half years ago, Westcom Credit Union, we were around 3.1 billion in assets. Uh, as of um, the update that we received last week, uh, we are 6.1 billion in assets. So we literally doubled uh, in the in the last three and a half years. And uh, a lot of that success was because of these foundational data journeys and implementations that I mentioned earlier. In terms of what has what that has done is it has accelerated our digital transformation. And uh, as, an, as a data point, back in 2019, only 19%, so less than 20% of new members joining us were joining us digitally. And now that number at the end of 2022 was close to 48%. And if you think about it, the, the data journey is, is still in play. It's going to be uh, evolving. It's never, it's, it's, it's a journey, not a destination. And even with the deliveries so far, we have hit the 48% number for new members joining us. And last year, uh, in 2022, uh, in terms of our total membership, we had a 6.5% uh, growth, and it was all organic. These successes is due to ensuring that our, our technology and data is, is driving from the front and understanding the challenges and most importantly, prioritizing the 
the issues that we are set out to solve for. A lot of partnership, a lot of support uh, from uh, the leadership at the top, our CEO, Darren Williams, our, our CEO, Keith Pipes, uh, strongly believes on how technology can enable uh, our trade union. And, and all of us are even more excited about what we are gonna deliver in the future. So uh, some of the success stories that, that we're working on that we could share in the future is how we could leverage um, GPT and uh, LLPs to further leverage our data repositories, our enterprise data warehouse to generate real-time analytics. So we have some aggressive goals in terms of both growth. And one um, key factor uh, is for why Westcom is successful is how we deliver the ultimate Westcom member experience. And that experience before the digital era started in the branches. Every time a Westcom member walks into our branch or calls into a contact center or walks into uh, or calls into a back office department, that personalized Westcom experience is what uh, enables our growth strategy. <clears throat> and it also enables our member engagement strategy. And so the, the power of data we want to leverage is in a way where we could uh, if not mimic or replicate, come close to delivering that ultimate Westcom personal ex experience uh, in digital channels. And our philosophy has always been that um, we want our members to interact with us using their channel of choice, and we'll always stand by that. So if a traditional traditionalist uh, member wants to interact with our branches, we're gonna digitize our technologies in the branches. If someone wants to be on their our mobile app uh, and never walk into a branch, and so we have the technologies available to do that as well. So all of this is powered by um, understanding the insights, uh, leveraging the data, and the technology ecosystem that, that we talked about today. Well, those results and numbers you mentioned certainly can't be argued with, Joseph. So thank you for sharing that. You know, maybe what we'll do is kind of uh, go to the next question. And Matt, I'm going to have you start off the conversation with this one. You know, in terms of data enhancing your financial institution's customer experience, how can leadership think about, you know, intelligent and automated offerings on the next best service that a customer needs? Uh, we're going to harken back to the last question because uh, it really the, the, the decision you're going to make about how to start leveraging your data well to enhance customer experience depends on what your goal is. If your goal is growth, that's gonna lead you down one strategy. If your goal is to reduce customer churn, that may lead you down another strategy. If a goal is diversification and get your, um, get your customers to use new and different services, that's going to lead you down a different strategy. So you always got to have to start with thinking about your business and what your business strategy is. Um, in terms of growth, growth is usually associated with uh, complexity, with um, 
uh, a lot of dynamic and uh, constantly changing environment that you need to compensate for and organization data management strategies that provide clarity organization ways to understand all of the, um, the, the chaos going on around you and make it understandable and easy to take advantage of those are the kind of strategies that are going to help you and those are more more along the lines of traditional data management data warehousing type strategies if what you want to do is um, look at retaining customer loyalty that's where you start to take your traditional data management and add in a layer of advanced analytics so you can start to say okay who are my most profitable um, clients what are the types of services they use what types of things help to keep them to stay around what should i be uh, proactively offering them in terms of either incentive or reward or uh, next offer so that we can we can actually uh, help them to to stay with us as long as possible and finally if the if the last um, uh, objective is what you're looking for trying to say I, we want our, our institution to become not just a credit union or a bank, but a full service financial services institution. We want everybody to, to use all of our offerings or as many as they need. And that's more where you're looking at kind of a data integration um, and data and customer data platform type solution, where as people are interacting with one part of your bank and taking one action, that information is being fed to other systems, other parts of the bank to say, hey, we have a person coming in and applying for a mortgage. You should see if they're going to need homeowner's insurance. You should see if that means they're going to have a change of life and they're starting to think about uh, trust and retirement or ESA. All of those types of, of automation are very much in, in associated with data integration and customer data platforms, which are all about feeding information from one place to another and then having a central brain, which is the customer data platform to say, this person is coming in, taking this action, here's what we know about them. Somebody else needs to be alerted so they can make the next uh, next best offer to them. So it's really always about starting with the strategy, lining up the technology solution with it, and then implementing it properly so it can actually achieve what you want to, what you want to accomplish. Thank you, Matt. I think that's a uh... Interesting that we have to always think of our strategy. You and I have talked about that on previous podcasts, so thank you. Uh, Dave and Joseph, you know, a related but contrasting aspect of enhancing customer or member experience is assessing and fostering that loyalty that we are, we are seeking in financial services, you know, that loyalty that's based on past history. You know, how does a financial institution do this? Any insights you can provide our listeners? I can start with this one. Uh, this loyalty programs are, are now pretty common across financial institutions, big banks and, and large financial institutions, as well as um, a smaller FIs as well. So at, at Westcom, we have a, a signature program and it has been in place for many years. And the, the signature program is, um, uh, similar to any, any loyalty programs out there, 
where it enables our associates or team members to, to engage with members and for members to understand how um, they can benefit from enrolling or, and signing up for additional products and services. And I think Matt alluded to this, is this is this, uh, once we have a program like this, in order to deliver that experience seamlessly across digital branches um, and, and contact centers, it's very important for an organization to have a strong, uh, not only a strong data strategy, but and also a very robust API architecture and platform. Uh, so if, as an example, if someone's applying for an auto loan, um, in in our ecosystem for Westcom, uh, it and if you were in a branch, our associate at the branch or the team member at the branch would say, "Look, uh, I'm glad you're interested in this auto loan. Let's proceed with the application. But please know that if you uh, sign up for insurance, you're gonna get a 0.5 percent discount or whatever that is uh, appropriate uh, and available right now." You get a discount for your auto loan uh, rate. And so now we have to mimic that experience in, in the digital channels when someone's applying online or on the mobile, and that becomes available whether the consumer lending system and the insurance systems are talking to each other. And, and we do that using the APIs. So um, the, 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 the loyalty program has definitely enabled Vascom in, in our strategic objectives. So we have our strategic objectives, our members, community, and our teams. And uh, uh, we are continuing to enhance our, uh, our signature program. Uh, and as, as a big change, and not a lot of trade unions and FIs offer this, is now we offer uh, true free checking. So you can open an account uh, with Vascom and have no fees with a checking account and there's no strings attached. And that kind of um, uh, eliminated the barrier, if you may, for entry uh, for a member or a potential new member to engage with, uh, uh, with the credit union. And then the loyalty program allowed us to build that relationship based on life priorities and needs for a, for a particular member. And, and from, a, from a technology perspective, the other uh, component that comes into play is our enterprise CRM system that again enables uh, and provides the view for a particular members and their goals in life to all other departments and team members where uh, if there is a, a loyalty product and services that uh, a member is interested in, there's an easy way to transfer uh, that interaction to another team member, uh, make that referral to another department so that we all work together as one cohesive team to enable the member's um, financial journey. If I can just uh, add a little bit to that, uh, one thing I think came to mind in, in my thought as you posed the question um, at Westcom, we have um, always really focused intently 
on the member interaction that takes place in a person-to-person -person setting, be it in the branch or in the contact center, uh, whatever the case might be. Uh, but um, equipping our associates to make sure that they have all the information. And, you know, it's it's just intuitive that uh, to, um, to have a, a strong relationship, you want to have that continuity, right? You don't want to feel like you're having to repeat things um, to somebody that you talk to in the branch uh, when you were asking about insurance and now you're talking to the insurance department. And so uh, we've always um, tried to um, innovate in this area. And actually over 20 years ago, we, we built a solution um, which was um, very much sort of a precursor to the, to the enterprise CRM that Joseph alludes to, but uh, we built an in-house solution called MemberTrack um, and we did it for the express purpose that we wanted to create that continuity um, have a place within um, our associates' workspace where they can keep track of conversations and follow-ups and things. And of course, this was well before the likes of Salesforce and uh, uh, Microsoft Dynamics and some of the big CRMs now have really uh, taken that uh, you know exponentially further. And actually, that's what we've done now is we've moved to a Microsoft Dynamics uh, CRM. But um, to solve that problem of the member who is communicating with that insurance associate about uh, something they inquired initially at the branch. Um, we feel like you need to equip your staff with that full-fledged um, CRM solution. Um, we're a sophisticated uh, financial um, uh, organization that provides all kinds of different services, whether it be um, loan products, deposit products, um, wealth management, insurance, and, and other areas as well. Um, and with the associates and team members that work within those areas, um, the CRM or MRM is really uh, a linchpin that, that brings it all together, creates that holistic 360 view, um, and provides the continuity from a, from a service experience. Uh, and I think that those kinds of things, um, the technology certainly enables it, but um, from, the, uh, from the members' uh, perception, um, the experience that they have is just that there's continuity and there's um, there's true connection and relationship, and I think that goes a long way in building that uh, that member loyalty over time. I love that. You know, Joseph, you said life priorities. Love that term. And, and Dave, you used equipping associates, another term that I think is so key in financial services, and we forget about both of those. They're so uh, customer or member centric, and that's what really this conversation is about: is how do we harness what we know and what we've seen to make uh, the member or customer experience better in the future. Matt, any last thoughts you'd like our listener to know? Something I think you've heard consistently through everything Dave and Joseph have talked about, their experiences, other experiences. Um, be very cautious of someone who's trying to tell you that there's one piece of technology or one approach that is going to solve all of your problems. Um, this is not a technology problem. This is not a, you know, a, a silver bullet problem. This is your business and your business is evolving and rapidly changing and the data environment around it is evolving and rapidly changing. You need a part of your business that is devoted to saying, how is, what is our best approach to mastering our data in alignment with the strategy of our institution. And that's just like any other 
marketing strategy, sales strategy, uh, risk strategy, that is going to evolve over time with your market, with the, the, the appetite of your institution, with all those things that happen. It's a business process. Treat it as a business process. Become a master of your data environment. Become, take that on as a competency as part of what you do as a financial services institution, and you will always be prepared for what the next change is in the industry. Excellent. Dave, Joseph, and Matt, what a pleasure to have you as guests today. We appreciate you being available to have this conversation. Yeah, well, thanks so much for having us, Robert. Uh, but it's been a pleasure being on today. Thank you for the op thank you for the opportunity as well. Uh, it was a pleasure to uh, discuss and be with this group, and uh, happy to share the, the insights from our journey. So, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity to learn from uh, folks who had a lot of experience along the way. Absolutely, and to our listeners, thank you for allowing us to share some ideas with you. As always, reach out with any questions or comments. We look forward to hearing from you and having you listen to our next podcast. Today, our guests have been Dave Serwinski, President of WRG, Joseph Pelliseri, CIO for Westcom Credit Union, and Matt Sabo, Director uh, and Head of Analytics Delivery at Ripley. In today's podcast, we examined the need for institutions of all sizes to harness and leverage their data, feel empowered to use it, understand the benefits of using analytics to really create a competitive edge in any market, especially focusing on customer or member experience, cementing loyalty and creating more digital or member uh, acquisition. The key is understanding what kind of data will benefit the financial institution the most, so this is where you want to invest your time and resources asking the business lines what matters to the actual customer. And the reality is data helps your financial institution understand your customer and member, predict behavior patterns, and it's a continuous process and part of your strategy. You've been listening to Bank on Whitfley. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and tune into the next episode as we feature insights from other leaders in the financial industry and even more ways you can stay ahead of the curve. 